Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome to the Podcast Manager Show. I am your host, Lauren. And today we are going to solve your client's content creation struggles. Yes, I'm gonna share a strategy with you that you can take to your client to bring more value and save your client time and a headache each week. Now, headache, where is this headache coming from, right? The headache is coming from all of the social media updates and the pressure to be producing content all the time. Now, before we jump into this, I want to say I'm probably going to rub some feathers today with my thoughts on content creation and social media. The cool thing, I think, about this topic and about using social media, creating content, and repurposing is that From my experience, there is really not a wrong way of doing this. Yeah. Now, you could have really poor looking graphics or really poor quality of posts. And yeah, that's probably not the best strategy. But as we talk through how to repurpose and save time and solve these problems for your clients, there is a lot of wiggle room for you and your client to be successful. But let's go back to talking about all of the updates to social media. It's a full-time job to keep up with all of these changes on social media. It can be easy for any entrepreneur to feel burnt out. But one of the things that we want to share with our clients is that it is great to be a podcaster because you, the client, is creating long-form content that can be repurposed to social media, to their email, to their Facebook community, anywhere that they want to be talking to their audience, to their potential clients on a regular basis. Now, when I say long form content, I'm referring to the fact that podcasts are longer than a single post on Instagram, and they've got a longer shelf life than a social media post. So because your client is a podcaster, they're creating this long form content that they can repurpose and use as inspiration for the rest of their content creation. And even after your client knows that, we have to really circle back to this idea that the podcast is the macro content. And when we treat the podcast like the macro content or, you know, level one with everything being underneath it, that is whenever we can save ourselves and our clients so much time each week because we're not sitting down and saying, what should I put on social media today? What should I email my list about? How can I engage my community today? Instead, we're sitting down and saying, what's going to be on the podcast And then how can I take those topics that are inside the episode and use them everywhere else? So when you use the content that you have put inside of a podcast episode, when you use that elsewhere, that is repurposing versus promoting the episode. So the goal with repurposing is to continue to educate and engage the audience. 
when we are promoting the episode, we are trying to get people to come listen to the episode. So we can do both of those things. An audiogram can be both. It can be repurposed content or it could be promoting the episode. But we want to get away from feeling as if anytime we use the content from a podcast, it has to be to promote the episode. It doesn't necessarily need to. For many different types of clients, the ultimate goal is not necessarily to get people to listen to the show. It's for people to engage with their brand and buy from them, right? So although we do want people to listen to the episode and we do want to create content around the episode and promoting the episode, that is not the end. That is just part of what we're going to do with the podcast content. And I'm going to go through some really specific ideas in a couple of minutes on how we're going to do that. But before I get there, I want to remind you that people need to hear and read something over and over and over to really get it. And even when they get it, they then need to be reminded of that. (laughs) So reusing content in many different shapes and forms is really to the advantage of the audience. Because if you are constantly putting out brand new information, it's likely that the audience, the listeners, the potential clients are not really learning and absorbing what you have to say. Instead, they might just trying to be keeping up with what you're saying. So maybe this is something that you want to share with your client, remind them that it's really to the advantage of the listeners to hear something over and over again. And I don't know about you, but there are content creators and podcasters that I have been following for years that talk about the same type of things. They share the same message and their mindset around something. And even though I've already heard them talk about it many times, I still hit play. Why? Because I really believe in what they're saying. And so I like to just have like a refresher and be reminded and be in agreement with them. You know, that feeling of like, yeah, that's right. That is important. I am going to do that. (laughs) So with this in mind, we can use the podcast to drive the content strategy. Okay, so you might be asking yourself, Lauren, how can I really do this? Like break it down a little bit more. Share with me what this can look like. Okay, so here's one strategy that you might implement with a client, especially a client that loves to be organized and loves to be ahead of the game. You could sit down with them virtually, most likely, and think of a three-month content strategy plan. Oh my gosh, this is music to some people's ears. And I will say that this can work even for clients that are a little bit more rebel-like because what we can do is we can set up this strategy but with some wiggle room. So if we're going to sit down and make a three-month plan, then most likely that's going to be 12 podcast episodes if they're producing each week. So you're going to think of 12 episodes. And if your client does solos and interviews and maybe they do a specific special episode like my success stories or, you know, they have their different buckets and they have their different probably content pillars of things that they like to talk about. So you can break that up. So you think, okay, let's do four solo episodes, four interviews, and four of whatever else that they do on their show. So you're really only thinking of four of each of those. And that 12 becomes a lot more tangible and doable. 
Okay, so you have the titles or the general topic that you want to cover in these 12 episodes. From there, you want to think of three points that your client's going to make in those episodes. If you can do this all in one sit down, oh my gosh, you're going to be so ahead of the game. But maybe the client isn't down for that idea. And instead, you just want to think of the podcast episodes and then they're going to think of the three points right before they record it. Either way works. Identifying what those three points are is going to make it a lot easier for you to repurpose the content. Let me explain. So from one episode that has three points, you could create a reel, a video that is promoting the episode. Maybe it's a question like, hey, do you know that you can solve your client's content creation struggles? You know, some like engaging question like that. You say, I actually break it all down in my brand new episode that came out today. You probably see me do that a lot on Instagram, especially in stories. That's a great way to pique some interest. And if the cl- if the listener is interested in that topic, then they'll go listen to the episode, promoting the episode, right? Using points one, two, and three, you can then create three different pieces of social media content with just those points in them, right? Not all three in all in each, but just one in each. So maybe you create an audiogram. Maybe your client creates a reel. Maybe you create a carousel where you're teaching just that one point. Again, you're not saying, hey, I go into further detail on the podcast. No, you're just sharing it there on Instagram on its own. From there, if your client has a newsletter or some type of email list that they use regularly, you could take one of those points. And because storytelling does really well in email, storytelling works everywhere, right? Your client should be storytelling on their podcast episodes. They should be doing on social media. But email is also a really great place to storytell. You can take one of the points from this episode and have your client elaborate on a story around it. Or if they told the story in the podcast episode, you could just type it out and include it in that email. I don't know if this thought is creeping up in your mind of what about the person that listens to the podcast episode and then they get the email? You know, isn't that not helpful? But once again, it actually is still very helpful because the person reading the email will say to themselves, oh, I've heard them tell this story before, and they'll find new information out of the story the second time around. And they'll feel as if they're, you know, kind of a super fan. Oh, I've listened to so much of her stuff that I'm, you know, I'm starting to hear things twice. And that is not a bad thing when you're building relationships like this. So when you're doing some sort of plan like this, where you're planning out multiple episodes in advance, You can plan all of these out and still let your client know, hey, if you're really inspired by a specific topic when you go to record and it's not the one on the list, that's okay. Record whatever you would like, whatever makes sense in the moment, and then just add the the one to the bottom of the list, right? So there's still wiggle room, but you avoid that writer's block, that podcasting block. And when you get into the creative flow of thinking of episode ideas, you usually have some sort of breakthrough, right? If you sit down with your client and start just thinking of ideas, man, the topics just start flowing and 
it also helps your client feel connected to their podcast, right? If they're feeling a little like, man, what do I talk about now? And you sit down and think of a bunch of different episodes, man, they leave that meeting feeling more inspired. Okay, I said I might rub some of your feathers today. And it is because of this thought that I have for you. And that is that you want to produce as little content as your client needs. And when we think of repurposing or we're promoting the fact that we repurpose, maybe we say, I can get you everywhere, right? We can we can do Pinterest and LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat and man, the list goes on. But that is not the best strategy most of the time. In fact, we want to create, in my opinion, as little content as we need to. I can think of some exceptions as soon as I say that, but really, if we develop a system with our client that educates and inspires their audience and converts their audience from listeners to students or clients or purchasers, then that is the perfect amount of content, right? We don't want to make our clients feel like they need to be everywhere and that we need to turn every little piece of everything into a million pieces of content. No, but we do want to make it easier for them and say, okay, hey, if our strategy is Instagram and email, then let's create a system that's going to make this really easy instead of saying, oh, by the way, let's get on this place. Let's get to this place. We just don't need to. Again, though, there is not really a wrong way of doing this. I can think of people that I follow on Instagram who teach Instagram, and some of them say, only post three times a week or hardly post at all and be in your stories. Then other people are saying, post three times a day and quality doesn't really matter. And it's like you follow a couple of people on Instagram that teach Instagram and they all say something different and they've all had great success with that strategy. (laughs) So that's great news for all of us because it's basically telling us a lot of different things work. So do what is possible for you and your client and what's going to help convert your audience into working with your client. All right, use these ideas to help your client feel as if they are in control of their content plan and that they are so grateful to be a podcaster because it makes everything else in that content creation world easier. Let me know your takeaways from this episode by heading over to Instagram. I am at Lauren Wrighton. Tag me in your stories or send me a DM so we can chat more about this topic. Until next week, I'll be cheering you on. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.